fight fans. It's your man, The Voice. MTMV Sports Fights Correspondent. As promised, we've got round two of the MTMV main card for you. Myself and the head honcho, Rick Sincere, talk about Canelo Triple G 2. Enjoy. Good fight fans. It's your man, The Voice, fight correspondent for MTMV Sports. I have the head honcho himself, Rick Sincere, um, teacher to future stars, uh, rapper extraordinaire, and yeah, just all around fantasy guru and, and a whole bunch of other stuff. We are going to talk ab- about the big fight of the year, the biggest fight that will take place this year, unless they schedule something else. I heard, don't know if you know this or not. Cause I, know I have heard up. about it. We yeah, we talked about it on um, Debate Fuel this morning. Okay. Uh, we talked about the second major fight that should, that may happen this year or it may not happen until next year, but um, the Mayweather-Manny Pacquiao Part 2 yeah. is something that I'm hearing could be a possibility. We advised Mayweather to fall back from that situation. <laughs> okay, well, uh, share. But, uh, well, you know what? There's going to be more information on yeah, there'll be more time uh, in, for that. in debate for you, so make sure fight fans that you are subscribed to MTMV Sports so that you can also hear debate for you. So happy it's back. Hate that I missed it this morning, but so happy that it's back. Look forward to listening to it on uh, Monday. Uh, I'll just say, at, at least based on that, now I, I'll hear why you all said fall back, but I'm going to say fall forward. Uh, now I say I say fall back for Mayweather for if I'm advising if I'm somebody who has a chance to advise um to advise Manny Pacquiao I say Pacquiao fall forward like Pacquiao run with that this is your opportunity to redeem yourself for a situation that you weren't fully in control in because you were hurt but I feel like for Mayweather Mayweather he got out of that fight with uh, with your boy right like McGregor he got out of that fight with McGregor it was a perfect fight for him because McGregor wasn't a real boxer um so it was great for him he leaves on top walk away like that bro don't come back to a fighter who's older but who seems to be getting slightly younger like like I don't know what's going on with Pacquiao but he looks he looks good did you see him in his last fight his last couple fights he looked decent. Have you seen him in his very last fight? The now the very last one I didn't, but he was fighting a washed up fighter. Yeah, but his the very re- last fight he looked a lot better because he was fighting a washed up fighter who retired as soon as it was over. He was fighting a B level fighter. Now he got robbed when he fought uh, the Australian. I can't think of his name right now. Right, uh, he, got, he, he got super robbed on that free fight. Yeah, he got robbed yeah. on that. But yeah, he, he, outside he got of, robbed, but yeah, I mm, I don't know. Go ahead. Outside of that robbery, in his last fight, he looked good, and he looked like he was ready to go back into it. So he looked he looked better to me than Floyd looked in his fight. I mean, we'll get to that. You know what I mean? We'll get to that when it's time. Yeah. But um, what I'm hoping is that Floyd comes to his senses, walks away as the undefeated boxer. Bro, don't like, why play with this? Why play with this? What do you gain from fighting him again? Nothing. He, he not, 
the, what he gains is hundreds of millions of dollars and he knows it's a it's a walk in the park. It's not a walk he, in the he, park. He's gonna get knocked he, out. <laughs> all right out. well uh well we we shall see and again that's a conversation for another day as you stated today though uh is the biggest fight that we know of amen for the year amen. uh the others is all speculation but this one is going down yeah and it is a repeat of the last fight that you and i talked about which is Canelo versus Triple G two. Now there was so much drama leading into this fight because this fight was supposed to take place uh, on the Cinco de Mayo weekend this year, but it did not and could not because Canelo tested positive for clenbuterol twice. Yeah. Now with all of that, and, and I don't know how knowledgeable you are regarding uh, meat in different parts of the world but when I found out what he tested positive for knowing that he lives in Mexico I was like oh that's just par for the course it's known as a matter of fact um, fighters in the UFC have been pardoned for testing positive for clenbuterol both in China as well as in Mexico because it's so prominent in the beef that it's like no way for there not to be trace amounts of it in your bloodstream if you eat the meat that's there. For Canelo, though, I mean, again, I, I understand, I get it, you're in Mexico, you're eating the beef there, you know, that that's understandable. However, if me, being someone who's simply a, you know, knowledgeable fan of the sport, who, you know, takes his time to find out about different things regarding the sport, if I know that fighters ought not to eat beef and meat from these regions. How is it that you who've been boxing since you were five and a professional with businesses all over the world don't know that you shouldn't be eating the meat at home? That's where I'm like, okay, now granted how it came through, I don't think you were cheating, but then why Why are you even doing that? Why even play that game? I, I don't get it. You could train in the U.S. without an issue and eat all the meat and stuff that you want to. Why would you take that chance? And I wouldn't. I yeah. wouldn't take that chance at all. Like, um, I wouldn't take that chance at all. Um, I mean, I think I think it was I think it was a crazy uh, situation. But to be honest with you, it sounds more like an uh, excuse than something that's for real. Like, I mean, you talk about um, Sanchez, right? He said he don't believe in that. Like, he doesn't believe that, you know, he eats the meat. You know what I mean? <laughs> he uh-huh. eats the meat, and the meat is what caused to pop up. Um, nah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It seems a little far-fetched to me, to be honest with you. I, I understand. And, and here, this is the reason why the second fight is much more interesting than the first, because... Uh, not only did Sanchez say that, but Triple G has been saying that as well. He called Canelo dirty. He called uh, Oscar De La Hoya dirty. He was like, the whole thing is is messed. Didn't know until doing a little bit more research. Canelo and Triple G used to train together in their younger days. Mm. 
they're, they're not. Wait, wait. Uh, which Triple G's younger days versus Canelo's younger days? They were. It was the same time frame. I mean, they they used to train together. There are pictures of them smiling and uh, flexing their muscles together in the gym. They, uh, it, and as they began to build their careers, they used to be sparring partners. So they know each other. And which is the reason why there was no real animosity the first go round, but there's a lot of animosity. Now Canelo is mad because he's being called a cheat. Triple G is mad because he feels like Canelo is cheating. And for you to say this and and have Triple G say, you know what? He's been cheating the whole time. Mm. That's like, whoa. That's kind of deep. So yeah, it's a lot of bad feelings. Do you a think lot that of bad caused- blood. Do you think that caused the run-up? So, okay, at the weigh-in, you see the run-up from um, – so Triple G standing there chilling, right? You see the run-up from um, Canelo during that time. Do you think um, you, you think he's in that mind frame where, yo, you opens your mouth and my whole mindset is to shut it. So he's coming in aggressive, and do you think, do you think that's kind of what, what led to that um, altercation during the weigh-in? Absolutely, because Canelo has said – leading up to this and triple g has as well that this is personal this is personal i don't like him now triple g said look it's not that i don't like the dude i just think he's dirty and i want to shut him down canelo has come out and and like look i want to kill this dude i don't like him you putting my, my my name in your mouth in an unflattering way and i'm looking to go back to the streets with this i'm you know i remember having to fight all the time over 100 fist fights as a kid on the streets having to defend myself and i'm coming in with that same mentality so yes that is definitely what fueled that altercation at the weigh-ins because he's hot he's mad and he's looking to take his head off now with that being said though Again, it, that brings a whole nother layer to this. Bring another element. It sells the yeah. fight a little bit more to me um, mm-hmm. and, and to the people who felt that the first fight was boring. Does that right. make sense? Oh, uh, yeah. It feel like there wasn't enough fire in the first fight, especially for a knockout puncher like um, like a Triple G, who is a boxer, you know what I mean? Like who handles business boxer-wise, but you kind of expected, um, expected a little bit more firepower in that first bout. bout. I feel like Canelo comes out as aggressive as he did because the last time he kind of was cautious. He looked a little bit more cautious. They this both time were. I feel like, yeah, I feel like they were cautious kind of feeling each other out all the way up until like the later rounds. And I'm like, yo, you can't get the whole entire feel-out process the entire fight, you know what I mean? As mm-hmm. if they knew they'd fight again. Um, so um, in my estimation, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Canelo. I see his energy. My only thing is it could do one or two things, right? Sometimes aggression can be helpful in your scorecards, but it could do a few things. One, it could tire him out. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked definitely ripped. Everybody, like both fighters look ripped and super in shape and ready to go. Does that make sense? Like, yep. dumb ripped too. Like, I'm talking about six-pack. Like, they were really, really swimmer ripped, right? Um, so <laughs> They were. They were ready. They looked ready. So, with that being said, um, what I'm saying is this. Now, he can come in. The overaggression um, could 
it could tire him out if he uses it but doesn't knock him out in the earlier rounds. It could tire him out, and he may not have the gas to last the entire fight. That's what I'm thinking about for um, Canelo if he comes out that aggressive. Aggressiveness also, if you're over-aggressive with a good counter-puncher, could actually mm-hmm. lead to you getting hit with those counter-punches and leave you vulnerable to counter-attacks. And so I'm hoping that his vulnerability is still mixed in with his ability to fight well. Yeah, that that's what I was going to touch on as well. So, uh, you know, I, I'm glad we're on the same page and wavelength regarding that. I, that's what I'm going to be looking at most regarding this because they both have emotions coming in, but Canelo's are much higher than Triple G's are. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Generally, when it comes to fighting, there are very few professional fighters who excel in the fight game fighting man. Mm. Um, boxing, I really can't think of too many people that are, you know, just my mind, it, it evades me right now. I can't think of a, bo- of a boxer who, when they got mad, they actually better. got better. I guess the, the only person I can think of uh, off the top of my head would be someone like Sugar Shane Moe. When Shane, oh, he was coming to hit you as hard, if not harder, than you hit him. He's about the only one that I know of that when faced with different things, he did better and, and came across harder and, and more effectively because of that, that bit of anger and fire. For most fighters, when they fight emotional, they fight sloppy, and they wind up getting caught in doing things that they ought not to do because they're being led by their emotions versus following and trusting their training and doing the things that are rational. So that that's what I'm going to be looking at most regarding this. Will he be able to temper his emotions enough to be effective or will he allow that to to cause him to fail. Now, granted, he could be someone who fighting angry is better. I don't know because I can't think of a time where he's fought anyone that he's had this level of animosity for. So that's, that's really the storyline that I'm going to be looking at in the, uh, the beginning parts of the fight. Something else to look at though, is that both fighters said, that they're looking to knock the other fighter out. And unless you're talking about heavyweights generally, you know, or, or people who just have like phenomenal power, you know, like a Conor McGregor, um, uh, like a Roy Jones Jr. back in the day, someone like that, unless you have that kind of power, generally going and looking to knock people out, leads you to to uh, punching yourself out and leads you to some very precarious situations. So that that's something else that I'm going to be looking at as far as the storyline is concerned with these fights. My guy, um, I remember Canelo going into the first fight as a really good fighter, like a really good technical fighter. 
Um, I remember Triple G as being a knockout artist, and when you like, he he's very strong for his size. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Hands of stone is kind of what Triple G has been noted for. So I feel like he's used to a little bit more used to being in the knockout game. Like I'm being in the in the situation where I am looking to knock out my opponent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that happens through catching somebody, you know what I mean, being being a little bit sloppy. Canelo hasn't been a sloppy fighter in the past, not a full sloppy fighter. Right. Does that make sense? And so I don't see him being sloppy in this situation. Like, I don't see a place where um, he comes in um, sloppy unless you, you're right, where he comes in fighting too angry, right, um, or fighting angry. But my question is, is it all is it all on that kind of – and I say Connor, but I mean Connor. Is it on that kind of Connor McGregor situation where I need to sell this fight because people lost interest in and they saw the first fight, wasn't super interested in the second fight, and because remember that first fight, the world was waiting, the world was waiting. Does that make sense? Yeah. And for the second fight, people people are excited about it, but I don't know if it's as much excitement um as before. I think fight fans are excited, but I wonder if the world is as excited as they were prior to. That's a great question. And the only way that we'll know the answer to that question is by seeing what the totals are after the fight. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya was on Ariel Helwani's MMA show a couple weeks ago, and he was on there talking about Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz who are going to fight uh, Thanksgiving weekend this year under the Golden Boy banner. But he did mention... Chuck's back? Yeah, he unfortunately... (laughs) 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 Unfortunately, yeah. um, Yeah, I I don't plan on purchasing the fight if for some reason... No? That's a... Yeah. Uh, the, the the only way it's gonna be trouble for him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear stories that um you know that a, a hard breeze knocks him out. So yeah, I'm, it. so yeah, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not gonna I'm not spending my hard earned money for that. Now if I find out someone has it or you know one of the the locations around. I can, you know, purchase a meal and watch it. Okay, but yeah, no, no, uh-uh. Uh, um, wow. But it, okay. anyway, we're we're here to talk about boxing, not so much. Uh, <laughs> Chuck, Chuck Liddell getting ready to fight Tito for the third time and probably get knocked out this time versus um, him being victorious as he was mm-hmm. in the other two fights. Uh, we're talking about Triple G and Canelo. And um, yeah, I, I just... I act, well, I don't know how well it's going to do. I actually think that this does make it a bit more interesting, even for the casual fan, because you know that this fight was supposed to happen back about, you know, four months ago, and you know why it didn't happen. So that lends the intrigue to it now. Are they aware of all the bad blood and things of that nature? Prop maybe maybe not. It it depends. You got HBO and you know, hey, the fight is coming up, and you watched the um, the twenty four seven they did. Then you're like, yeah, I want to see this. 
Um, I don't really remember seeing, but I don't watch much TV either, but I don't remember seeing many commercials regarding this. Uh, you know, I know what's going on because I'm a, a hardcore fight fan, even though my boxing watching has uh, been much lower over the past decade than before. That's just because I haven't had paid TV. Uh, so since I, I don't have HBO and I don't have Showtime, I'm not able to see boxing as much. Uh, but for all you boxing fans, I want to let you know with the uh, zone and ESPN plus carrying MMA and also carrying boxing uh, that has opened up the door for my love of the sweet science and my ability to watch it. So know that you're going to get more coverage, which is why you have been hearing uh, more in the old one too, because your man, the voice has the ability to, to actually cover it versus just hearing about the fights. Anyway, I digress. I don't know how, um, I don't really remember seeing any commercials. That has a lot to do with it. Um, yesterday helps. That helps a lot because, you know, if you're watching your sports centers and things of that nature, and you're seeing that kind of run up um, and it, all that kind of stuff, that helps to sell the fight. So uh, anyway, what I was trying to say about De La Hoya, so short story long, when he was on Ariel's show, he said, he believes that this will be in the running for the third highest pay-per-view in the history of boxing because of the feuds and stuff. Um, we shall see. I mean, you do have a great Latino contingency that will be looking for this fight. Uh, you have all of Russia who will be looking for this fight. You have uh, fight fans. I mean, this is the event of the year so far as far as boxing is concerned and there's a lot of of intrigue i think you will see quite a few casuals tuning in uh for this yeah i mean i think i think the casual fan um i mean there's not a ton of competition tonight uh, for viewership alabama's playing um but i think you know i mean the based on alabama and how they've been going um, you know, Alabama should be done with this team by like third quarter. So that opens up, you know, whole, you know, view, viewer platform, like everybody else, you know, stop watching that game and kind of turn to the fight. Um, at the end of the day, man, whenever boxing happens, this, this fight will do one or two things for boxing. It'll either help it and help its cause. You know what I mean? Cause boxing, like you said, you haven't been fully watching boxing, but that's you and the rest of the nation. Like, um, the last time people got excited about a fight was the kind of McGregor um, situation with um, with Floyd Mayweather. Mm -hmm. The last time the eyes of America were back on boxing, um, I feel like it'll take you know like a Tyson Fury, um, you know what I mean, like that type of that type of fight that should bring people back. There's heavyweights who are exciting to people mm -hmm. right now, um, but outside of that, boxing, you know, it's kind of like in this spot. Triple G was the most exciting thing in boxing for a while. You know what I mean? Like right. He, he, he was the guy, the thing that turned people's eyes um, to boxing. And so what I'm looking for in this fight is an exciting, engaging, and, and I don't know, man, anger, um, feud fight. I need a feud fight. I need a fight that people stop what they're doing and talk about this around water coolers. You need a fight where people are actually 
you know what I mean? Like they, they care enough about it to have debates and arguments about not who they think won, because I pray that tonight produces a clear winner. Yes. And that's, that's what I love about um, the fact that both guys are going in with the intention to knock out the other guy. If you're going in with that intention, then, you know what I mean, I don't see it going 12. Abel Sanchez says he sees it. Um, he sees Triple G knocking out Canelo between rounds 9 and 11, which mm. means that they're playing the long game, right? And so if, if he's saying that he's going to knock him out between 9 and 11, um, then he's expecting eight rounds of buildup. Canelo may be coming in with a whole different aspect where he's expecting an early knockout because he's going in killer instinct only. You feel me? Right. And so when I'm thinking about this fight, I would love to see a knockout. Somebody clearly go down. But if they're intensely going at it for 12 straight rounds and it's too close to call and, and you know, somebody gets edged out by a decision, that could be good as well, right? Because yeah. if it's intense and if it's, if it's intense and it's remarkable, then yes. But if it's boring, like the first fight a little bit, if they're feeling, get, feeling each other out for the first, like, 10 rounds or so, then we got nothing really to bank on and nobody will want a part three of this. So give me something, like, man, I want some old fights. You know what I mean? Like that right. old, like, middleweight, like, like heavyweight. Well, not like heavyweights, mostly middleweights. When they were going in on that, you know what I mean? Like the Sugar Ray Hearns, the type of stuff that make you stop and say, man, look at the speed of these boxers. And then look at the ferociousness of what they're going at. And then look at the heart. You feel me? Like, right. we ain't seen that in a minute. That used to bring people to boxing. That has been switched over to this MMA situation where people are in love with going on with MMA. Uh, for one, because anybody on any night could, could fall off. There's no, right. like, there's no clear guy who's just dominating the entire sport all the time. And he can't ever lose. So you don't know who's losing tonight. Um, in this situation, we're in a spot where we don't know who's losing. That's great. Right. We don't know who's losing. You don't know who's going to win. There is an older fighter versus a younger fighter, but that doesn't matter as much. Right. Because it's power versus versus speed. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and technical and, and technical boxing. And so at the end of the day, man, what I really want to see, I had strong opinions the first time. I thought for sure. Um, well, I kind of more so lean towards Canelo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that people are getting excited about is the possibility that the pride Canelo is showing now will get him knocked out. That's, that's the vibe now. The vibe is all people were in love, even Mexico. Mexican fans were in love with um, Canelo, right, thinking that, okay, you know what I mean, um, he, he's, he's definitely, you know, doing super well. And now he's coming off with all this. He's coming off so prideful. He's coming off so, like, cocky. They don't like it as much. Cockiness um, does one or two things for you. It either, like, garners you. Um, some people who really, really dig that or it turns fans into enemies. And so some people are looking at him like he's way too cocky, too high, and they're waiting for Triple G to knock him not only out, but knock him down off his pedestal. Mm. And so that, that, that intrigues some people, I'm hoping, for a fight that's so, rem- that's so memorable, right, that it almost begs for a part three. Yeah, if... If it's a war, I can definitely see I want a war. part three and even a part four because a trilogy wouldn't do it because of the first fight being a draw. The yeah. best thing for boxing is if this is a war, um, a definitive victory would bode better for Canelo than it would for Triple G just because of 
his his youth and I mean even though he's young uh he's got a lot of miles on him as far as fights are concerned but the ability to fight a little longer just because yeah, of yeah. age may be more so available I'm mean, not maybe it's more so available for Canelo than it is Triple G um however uh it would be great to see Triple G really put his stamp on things now here's the thing that really kind of set it off too and puts yet another wrinkle in it Canelo said look look at your record look at the people you fought you never fought anybody yes you've been knocking out a whole bunch of people like uh Vannis Mar- Rosen, who he wound up fighting back in May when Canelo uh, fell out. Yeah, you fight a bunch of nobodies and bums, and that's the reason why you got the knockouts. Who have you fought that's of name recognition? And you talking all this head about me? So for Canelo, I mean, not Canelo, for Triple G, if he's able to win decisively, it really helps with cementing his legacy as far as boxing is concerned. Uh, so that that's yet another aspect to keep in mind as things go on. Let me ask this question of you, though, because we did talk about the fight the first time. We talked about it after the fight took place. Who did you think won that fight? Mm. Or do you think uh, that the draw think, was think, accurate? Yeah, I think they got it accurate. I think they got it right. Um. When I kind of when I looked at the fight when I when I thought about it I think I think they got that right, bro. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I, I believe that Canelo. I mean, not Canelo. Triple G won the fight, which is part of the reason why. Again, there's a lot of intrigue here because the fight was off because Triple G was playing so much hardball when they came back to renegotiate after it fell through May fifth. He was like, I need fifty percent. Because this dude is a cheater. I beat him the first time. The world knows I beat him the first time. And, you know, this this is not how things should be. So, yeah, there, there are so many different little behind the scenes uh, and political things going on mm-hmm. with this fight that, again, leads to much, much intrigue as far as the fight is concerned. Man. In, in that first, but I think the judges got it right. Like, I mean, I, I feel where you were with that. I know you were kind of um, very strongly feeling that way uh, during that during that time. But I think the judges got it right. I, I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't denote a clear winner. I really couldn't. Well, um, well, here, here's the thing. If you remember the scores, though, um, there was one judge that had it one eighteen to one ten for Canelo, and it's like what. What fight were you watching where it was yeah, one eighteen yes, yes, to yes. anything for anybody? That then was you, completely wrong. Yeah, then you had uh, one judge one fifteen, one thirteen for um, for Triple G, and that was closer to what I had. I had it a little more uh, for Triple G, and then the one judge had it uh, down the middle a uh, draw. So yeah, e- even with that, you know, so the the judges. I don't know. I, don't, I that's I think that more than anything is what um what made that outcome a lot more questionable and is what has fueled Triple G regarding this is like I won. I know I won. And we know <laughs> we know that uh judges have 
been more favorable to other fighters and, and other promoters because of the things that they bring to the great state of Nevada and Las Vegas specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I don't know. And then, of course, uh, Golden Boy promotes more there than uh, than Triple G's promoter. So, yeah, and it's back at the scene of the crime. So we'll see what happens. But um, hopefully, for everyone's sake, the desires of the fighters take place. Neither of them wants this to go to the judges. They want it to be known. I won, and there was no one that could stop that outcome from happening but me. All right, last thing I'm going to ask, okay? Yep. If, let's say, Triple G knocks him out, will there be a part three? I don't think so. Because most people saw the fight for Triple G in the first place, there really would... If um, The only way that it would be a part three for the fight in general, regardless of, of if Triple G stops Canelo or Canelo stops Triple G, the only way that there can be a part three is if it's a war. If it's a war and someone gets stopped, we'll want to see it again. They Someone comes in and within the first couple rounds or so catches the other one clean and ends the fight. Th- that's the definitive stamp on things and I think uh, I think we move on to other matchups. Who I don't know, but I mm. think if it if it's a very clear cut decision and it's early, or I should say a clear cut victory and it's early, no. If it's a war and someone loses because of um, accumulation of punishment, then yeah, I see it. I see a, a two. And possibly even, uh, or I should say, I see a three, and possibly even a four. You see a three and a possibly. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Well, man, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm hoping fight fans are looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be, I mean, really, really, really good joint, yo. Thank you so much, voice, for um for kind of casing this, bro, and, and making sure that you know we got a chance to talk about this in detail before it all goes down. Hey, thank you so much for being a willing sparring partner, pardon the pun, uh, in this uh, <laughs> this discussion about the fight. I appreciate it, and uh, thank you for bringing the best out of me as far as this is concerned. All right, well, fight fans, of course, make sure that you are locked in to all things MTMV Sports. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, your man, The Voice, may be putting out some updates just in case you aren't able to see the pay-per-view uh i'm probably will do at least one at the seventh or eighth round and then a post fight uh something there as well yes all right fight fans listen up every single every single um saturday or whenever there is a pay-per-view you have to follow either mtv sports or my man the voice on twitter and Instagram, or even Facebook sometimes. You tell me what it is, either Facebook or Instagram. But this dude is at all the events. He's either, look, he's either right there in the middle showing clips, or he's not really showing clips as much as, you know, making sure he's 
keeping us updated. But if you can't afford the pay-per-view, your next best option is to follow the voice. You have to. I'm sorry for coming to live. I'm not trying to Teddy Atlas this situation. <laughs> but um, but I have to make sure that the people know you are live with the joints every single time. Like, you don't have to miss out. You don't even have to buy it. You want live updates on what's happening? You're like, yo, what's going on with the fight? Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. And The Voice is handling business for you. You're an MMA um, fan? You really want that? You really want the updates? You can't afford the pay-per-view? Don't you worry. The Voice has you covered. Consistently has you covered. Like, I'm look, I don't even pay attention to all the stuff, but I watch The Voice to get, just kind of see what's going on so I can stay abreast of what's popping. Look, I'm just saying, the best I didn't buy the pay-per-view coverage, period. <laughs> well, well yeah that, that, that's that's thank you i appreciate uh the, the the shout out on that and as he stated if you want to know all about those things if you can't afford it or maybe even you're in a position like your man the voice was many moons ago where i was working the no life shift i was working 3 it. p.m to midnight on Every Friday and every Saturday, which meant I couldn't watch a thing. If you're in a position, you know, it might be a wedding that day. It's like, dog, you know, why my cousin have to get married on this day? It doesn't matter. We have you covered here at MTMV Sports. So make sure that you are following MTMV Sports on Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram because that's where you will get the information. Uh, it's by following MTNV Sports on those three platforms. Uh, and I will be keeping you abreast of those things. And because of uh, ESPN Plus coming into play, so that's next year, not this year, uh, but because of the UFC moving to ESPN Plus, as well as the fights that are on the zone. You know, if you, uh, you're not going to pay the extra 10 to $15 a month and maybe just buy those months when you know it's a good fight coming on, keep it locked to MTNV Sports because we will keep you fed. That is my job as the voice. My job is to keep you fed with all the information possible regarding combat sports, including next week's fight with my man, Anthony Joshua taking on Alexander Povetkin. That's going to be taking place on the zone. So if you do not pop for the free month, because you do get uh, your first month free, if you don't take advantage of that free month this month, know that your man, the voice has you covered for that, as well as the following week with the first Bellator show on the zone. Either way it goes, I got you covered. And next year with the things on ESPN plus, whether it be boxing or the UFC, MTNV Sports, we've got you covered. God bless. And that's on, on that uh, end. On, uh, until the next time, or I should say until the horn sounds, uh, it's your man, The Voice, with the head honcho, Rick Sincere, and we're sounding off. Fight the good fight. Fight the good fight. Fight, yeah, fight.